وَلَقَدْ and certainly خَلَقْنَا we have created الْإِنسَانَ the human being we have created man وَنَعْلَمُ and we know مَا that which تُوَسْوِسُ it whispers بِهِ of it meaning what whisper is whispered by who? نَفْسُهُ his own nafs we know what his own nafs whispers to him. Tuwaswisu from the word waswasa. Wow seen, wow seen. Waswasa is basically sautul khafi. It's a sound, but it's hidden. Meaning, you don't hear it in your ear, but you hear it in your head. You can't hear it in your ear. But you hear it in your head. This is waswasa. And that's why it's called a whisper. Whisper is, it's basically an example of how it is. But it's not necessarily like a whisper. Because a whisper also you can hear in your ear. But waswasa, you don't hear in the ear. Literally the word waswasa is for, is to describe the sound of the rustling of the leaves as wind blows. Gentle rustling. Because you don't see the wind, do you? You don't see it. But it's creating some movement. And that is how waswasa is. You can't hear those exact words so that you can, if you don't like them, you just put earplugs. Right? No, you can't do that. It's there. Its effect is there. And it creates a movement in your mind. So this is what waswasa is. So Allah says, we have created man and we know what his soul even whispers to him. What does it mean then? That some waswasa, yes they are from shaitan, but remember shaitan is not our only enemy. We have three enemies. One is shaitan. The second is the nafs. Our own selves. We are our own enemies. And the third is the dunya that we live in, the world that we live in. And we see that in these verses, so far, and in the following verses, we will see how we can see these enemies, that how our nafs can be our enemy, shaitan is an enemy, and this dunya is also an enemy, and how we have to be careful. So Allah says that we know what His soul even whispers to Him, meaning any thought that crosses our mind, what we say to ourselves, what we share with ourselves. Do we share things in our mind just with ourselves? Do we talk to ourselves? Self-talk. Yes, there is positive and then there is negative. There is that which is correct and there is that which is false. No person heard it, but Allah heard it. He knows what we say to ourselves. In Surah Al-Anfal, Ayah 24, Allah says, وَعْلَمُوا أَنَّ اللَّهَ يَحُولُ بَيْنَ الْمَرْءِ وَقَلْبِهِ You should know that Allah intervenes between a man and his heart. Meaning, what goes on between us and our hearts, meaning the inner communication, Allah knows about that also. No person can become aware of it, but Allah knows about it. وَنَعْلَمُ مَا تُوَسْوِسُ بِهِ نَفْسُهُ وَنَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ And we are closer to him. مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ Than the habl, 
that is of al-warid. Habl is used for a rope, a string. And here, what it means is the vein. Which vein al-warid? Warid wa radal, warid, one that comes or arrives. And basically, warid refers to the waridan are basically the veins which are on either side of the neck. Okay? That basically go down, you know, from the head on either side of the neck to the heart. And they are the jugular veins. Right? Because the jugular veins, what are they? They bring deoxygenated blood from the head back to the heart. Right? So, نَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ Now, حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ, jugular vein, it's what? It's understood as an example of what? Your life. Because if it's cut off, you're gone. Right? And if you think about it, حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ, I mean, it's inside you. It's inside you. How close could something be to you? I mean, than being inside of you. And Allah says, نَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ You think you can hide from Allah? You think there's something you can keep in your heart as a secret from Allah? No, you cannot. Because we are closer to Him than His jugular vein. What does this mean? There's two meanings for this. The first meaning is that in terms of knowledge, Allah is closer to us than our jugular veins even. Because there could be something going on in our hearts and we cannot pinpoint it. But Allah knows exactly what it is. You know, for example, you say, I'm very upset. I don't know why. I'm just upset. I'm very angry. Why? I don't know why. I don't know what exactly is bothering me. But something is bothering me. Isn't it? We go through these phases. What is it that's bothering you? You don't see it. You can't identify it. But Allah knows. We do something horrible and somebody asks us, why did you do that? And we're like, um, because of this, um, because of that. And you wonder really, why did I do it? Why did I say that? What was I thinking? We don't even know. Or we sometimes we lie to ourselves. We deceive ourselves. But Allah knows us. He knows what goes on inside us. Because His knowledge is closer to us than even the jugular vein. This doesn't mean that in terms of space, in terms of physical presence, Allah is closer to us than our jugular veins. No. That's not what the meaning is. Alright? The second meaning is that نحن here is referring to the angels. Because oftentimes, when there's something special that the angels are doing at the command of Allah, whatever the angels do, they do it at the command of Allah. But certain tasks which are important or that are very serious in their significance, when the angels are doing them, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala attributes it to Himself. And the plural is used. Right? Implying that it's the angels who are doing it. Let me give you an example. Allah says in the Qur'an, نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ أَحْسَنَ القصص. Right? Or نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ عَلَيْكَ نَبَأَهُمْ بِالْحَقِّ نَحْنُ نَقُصُّ We narrate to you. But tell me something, who is it that brought the Qur'an to the Prophet ﷺ? Jibreel, isn't it? Jibreel would recite it and the Prophet ﷺ would hear Jibreel. But Allah says, we narrate to you. You understand? Likewise, Allah says in the Qur'an, فَإِذَا قَرَأْنَاهُ فَاتَّبِعْ قُرْآنَ When we have recited it, then follow. Right? When we have recited it. Now of course, again, the angel Jibreel would recite to the Prophet ﷺ, but Allah says, we have recited. What this is referring to is the angels. 
Alright? In Surah Waqi'ah, Ayah 85 also, Allah says, وَنَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْكُمْ وَلَكِنْ لَا تُبْصِرُونَ We are closer to him than you are, meaning the dying person, but you don't see. Meaning you don't see us. Us is referring to who? The angels. Not the Qur'an is the speech of the angels. No, it is the speech of Allah. So over here, نَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ What does it mean? That basically even a thought that crosses our mind is known. By who? By Allah. And it is known to who? The angels that have been appointed as mentioned in the following verse. That have been appointed to record what we utter. But it is not just our words that we say with our mouths that angels record. It is also our thoughts, our intentions. Even they are recorded. Allah says, إِذْ وَنْ يَتَلَقَّ الْمُتَلَقِّيَانِ Now this is a description of how نَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ Alright? That إِذْ when يَتَلَقَّ He receives. تَلَقِّي is to receive. Who receives? الْمُتَلَقِّيَانِ The two receivers. Dual of the word mutalaqi. Mutalaqi, one who receives. The two receive. Who are these two? Where are these two? Anil yamini on the right, wa'anil shimali, and from the left. From the right and from the left. Meaning, the two receivers are where? One is on the right of the person, of the human being, and the other is on the left. And these angels, these receivers, they are qa'id, sitting. Qaf ain dal, seated, stationed, not to move from there. One on the right and one on the left. Allah says, "Ma not yalfiru." He utters, "Who the human being?" Min qawlin any word yalfiru lafala lafala is basically to throw something out. It's when the water throws out. It's fish. Like for example, it happens many times. You've heard about how whales, they get stranded at the beach. Have you heard about that? Right? They get stuck on the sand. Right? They were hunting too close to the edge of the water. And what happened? They got stuck on the sand. They couldn't make it back. Right? Or for instance, a huge shoal of fish. Right? The water level was high. They were there. And very quickly the water level receded. And they got stuck on the shore. This is lafallah. Alright? When something is thrown out, it's emitted. So, lafadha, this is referring to what? When we throw out words from our mouths. Ma yalfidhu min qawlin. Man does not utter a word, any word, illa except ladayhi, right next to him, is a raqib atid. Raqib Observer, one who is ever watchful, vigilant, doesn't miss anything. Atid, prepared, ready. Atid, artadana. What does artadana mean? We have prepared, meaning from before. So this angel is vigilant, meaning he doesn't miss anything, and he's prepared, meaning always ready to write, to record whatever. Man utters from his mouth whatever he says. Notice, ma yalfilu min qawlin, any word, good or bad. 
Who are these angels? They are the kiram and katibin. In Surah Al-Infitar, Ayah 10 to 12, Allah says, وَإِنَّ عَلَيْكُمْ لَحَافِظِينَ Have some shyness, O man. Upon you are designated hafizin, kiraman, katibin, ya'lamuna ma taf'alun. They know exactly what you do. And then what do they do? They write it, they record it. Hassan al-Basri, he recited this ayah once. And then he said, O son of Adam, the page has been spread out for you. And two noble angels have been appointed over you. One on your right and the other on your left. The one on your right records your good deeds. And the one on your left records your bad deeds. So do what you want, less or more. The page is spread out. It just needs to be filled up. Do what you want, less or more, good or bad. Whatever you do will be recorded by those angels. And then when you die, your book will be rolled up and tied to you until you emerge on the day of judgment when Allah will say, وَكُلَّ إِنسَانٍ أَلْزَمْنَاهُ طَائِرَهُ فِي عُنُقِهِ وَنُخْرِجُ لَهُ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ كِتَابًا يَلْقَاهُ مَنْشُورًا That on the day of judgment, a person will find his record in front of him, spread out. اِقْرَأْ كِتَابَكُ Read your own book. كَفَى بِنَفْسِكَ الْيَوْمَ عَلَيْكَ حَسِيبًا You are sufficient as an accountant over your own record. Meaning when you see it, you know exactly what you deserve. For Allah is not unfair. Ibn Abbas anhu said that everything that you say, good or bad, is written down. Every word you say, good or bad, nasty or polite, however it is, Whatever it is, it is written down. He said, even when a person says, I ate, I drank, I went, I came, I saw, even this is recorded. Meaning whether it is useless or useful, meaningful or meaningless. Lahu, right? Or non-lahu. Whatever it is that we say, it is recorded. And then he said that every Thursday, all that a person did or said is examined. And whatever is good or bad, meaning worth reward or worth punishment, then that is retained and the rest is gotten rid of. So you see what happens? Every single word, every single sound we make, meaningful or meaningless, it is recorded. Then on Thursday, when the deeds are presented before Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ibn Abbas said that deeds are checked. Whatever is worth any reward or worth any punishment is retained. And the rest, the useless garbage is erased. Now we need to see that at the end of the week, how much of our deeds are really being recorded, are really being retained. And out of that also, what is it that's going to benefit us? And how much is it that's going to harm us? And that which is going to harm us, what are we doing? To seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's forgiveness for that. Imam Ahmad, when he was sick, he was moaning once. Moaning, sighing in his sickness. And then he heard that one of the scholars, Tawus, he said that everything is written down. Even a person's moans. And then Imam Ahmad, he never moaned again until he passed away.
May Allah have mercy on him. In Surah Al-Kahf, Ayah 49, Allah says, وَيَقُولُونَ يَا وَيْلَتَنَا مَا لِهَذَا الْكِتَابِ لَا يُغَادِرُ صَغِيرَةً وَلَا كَبِيرَةً إِلَّا أَحْصَاهَا And then we see over here in this verse that there's an angel on the right and an angel on the left. The Prophet ﷺ said that the angel on the left holds his pen back for six sa'at. Now sa'at, don't understand this as one sa'at is 60 minutes. Allah knows how, how much the length is. But for six time periods, six sa'at, six hours, the angel on the left holds his pen back, meaning he doesn't record. He doesn't record what he's supposed to record. And what is the angel on the left supposed to record? Sins. So when a person commits a sin, the angel holds back for how long? Six sa'at. If the person regrets and asks Allah for forgiveness, then the angel casts that sin aside, meaning he doesn't record it. And if after six hours still the person has not sought forgiveness, then the angel will record it. In this ayah we see, ما يلفظ من قولٍ a person doesn't utter a word except that it is written. Before that we learned, وَنَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْوَرِيدِ The angels, they're closer even than our jugular vein. Meaning, even if there's something that is inside of us that we don't utter, meaning an intention, an action of the heart, even that is known to the angels. The Prophet ﷺ said that Allah the Exalted says that when my slave intends to do an evil action, do not record it. When he intends to do something wrong, don't record it. If he does it, then write it down as one evil. If he intends to do a good deed and does not do it, then write it down as one good deed. And if he does it, then write it down as ten good deeds. In another hadith we learn, that the angels say, O oh Lord, your servant wants to do something bad. Meaning when we intend to do something bad, like say something mean to somebody, miss a prayer, or be negligent with regards to our duties, we intend to do something bad, you know, we, we're thinking of doing something wrong or leaving something right. The angel says to Allah that, O oh Lord, your slave wants to do something bad even though Allah knows best. So Allah says, watch him. If he does it, then write it down as it is. And if he does not do it, then write it down as one hasana for him. For he is abstaining from it because of me. You know when we do something wrong, we don't do it just like that. We've been contemplating. We've been planning. We've been thinking. Isn't it? Maybe for days. Maybe for weeks. Maybe for a few minutes, maybe for a few hours. And that whole time, the angel is watching. What is she going to do? What is she going to do? What is she going to say? If we do it, only then the angel records it. And if we leave it out of fear of Allah, then that is recorded as a good deed. Allah says, مَا يَلْفِظُ مِن قَوْلٍ إِلَّا لَدَيْهِ رَقِيبٌ عَتِيدٌ The angel is there, prepared, ever alert, watchful. Not to miss anything. And then earlier in the previous verse, قَعِيد عَنِ الْيَمِينِ وَعَنِ الشِّمَالِ قَعِيد Sitting right there. 
And sadly, many times people get stuck on this issue that, well, does it mean that these angels go with us in the bathroom also? You know, Imam Suyuti, he was asked about that, and he said with regard to the question about whether the recording angels enter the bathroom, the answer is that I do not know. And the fact is that we do not know. All that we can say is that if they're instructed to enter it, they will enter it. And if Allah has honored them by sparing them that, and He has enabled them to know what happens in that place so that they can write it down, then they do what they're instructed to do. We need to worry about what matters to us. And what is that? No matter what we do, no matter what we say, no matter what we think to ourselves or with another person, the angels record it. And this is why every single word matters. The Prophet ﷺ warned us that a person says something and he doesn't realize how serious it is. But because of that one word, he will fall in hell. And a person says something, he doesn't realize how beautiful it is. Because of that one word, he will be admitted into paradise. In Surah Al-Ma'idah, Ayah 64, Allah says about a group of people, وَلُعِنُوا بِمَا قَالُوا they were cursed because of what they said. They earned Allah's la'na because of the words they said. In the same surah, verse 85, surah Ma'idah 85, Allah says, فَأَثَابَهُمُ اللَّهُ بِمَا قَالُوا Allah rewarded them because of what they said. One group of people is earning Allah's wrath. Why? Because of what they have said. Another group of people is earning Allah's reward. Why? Because of what they have said. So what is necessary then? That we pay attention to? What? What should we pay attention to? Guarding our tongue. This is our enemy. Guarding our tongue is very important. The Prophet ﷺ said, مَنْ صَمَتَ نَجَى The one who is silent, then he's saved. The one who can learn to remain silent, meaning he can learn when to remain silent, how to seal his tongue in certain situations, then that person is saved. He has protected himself, he has guarded himself. Because it is the tongue through which we put ourselves in so much harm. Allah says, وَجَاءَتْ And it came. سَكْرَةُ الْمَوْتِ The intoxication of death. بِالْحَقِّ With the truth. وَجَاءَتْ سَكْرَةُ الْمَوْتِ بِالْحَقِّ سَكْرَةُ Intoxication. When a person is in a state of faintness. Basically when his limbs, when his mind is not functioning as it is supposed to. Because it is intoxicated. It's covered. So even though a person is seeing, it's as if he cannot see. Even though a person is talking, he cannot complete his sentences. Even though a person is walking, he cannot walk straight. He's sitting, he cannot sit straight. And this is what happens to a person when he is experiencing death. Sakratul maut. The intoxication of death, its agonies, its distress, its severity. Allah says, وَجَاءَتْ سَكْرَةُ الْمَوْتِ بِالْحَقِّ With the truth. Meaning it was supposed to come. And it came. It was supposed to come. And it came. Undisputed fact of our lives is what? That we are going to die. This is الْحَقِّ 
This is the truth. We are going to die. And this is a reality that we don't like to think about. And Allah says, this reality, جاءت بالحق, meaning it came. It was supposed to come and it came. This is the reality of death for which is no repelling. ذلك, that is ما what Kunta, you were, minhu, avit, tahidu, you were avoiding. This is exactly what you had been avoiding all your life. Tahidu, ha, ya, dal, haydan. Haydan is to basically avoid something. To turn away from something. Run away from something. Allah says that this death is what you were avoiding all your life. And if you think about it, what are we concerned about all the time? Saving ourselves. Staying alive as long as possible. If we get sick, we want treatment. I'm not saying we shouldn't. We do get it. Right? When we sit in cars, we wear seat belts. We learn different skills, different things. We do different things in order to preserve our lives. But no matter how much we preserve our lives, death is haq it will come it is unavoidable even if a person has been avoiding it all his life dhalika ma kunta minhu tahid in surah al-jumu'ah ayah 8 allah says qul innal mawta alladhi tafirruna minhu fa innahu mulaqikum the death that you are running away from it's going to come and meet you in surah an-nisa ayah 78 allah says ayna ma takunu yudrikkum al-mawt Wherever you are, death will find you. وَلَوْ كُنْتُمْ فِي بُرُوجٍ مُشَيَّدَةٍ Even if you were in fortified towers, if you were in secure buildings, death will come and find you there. ذَلِكَ مَا كُنْتَ مِنْهُ تَحِيدٍ It's a reality that we all have to face. And ignoring it and pretending like it doesn't exist is not going to help us. The wise person is the one who accepts reality and prepares for it. The Prophet ﷺ, we learn that when he was near his death, he would wipe sweat away from his face. And then he said, Subhanallah, inna lil mawti la sakarat. Subhanallah, verily, death has its stupor, its intoxication. The state of unconsciousness and faintness that it brings upon a person, its pain and the agony that it brings. Subhanallah, inna lil mauti la sakarat. Wajaat sakratul mauti bil haq. This is death. Recitation. وَلَقَدْ خَلَقْنَا الْإِنسَانَ وَنَعْلَمُ مَا تُوَسْوِسُ بِهِ نَفْسُهُ وَنَحْنُ أَقْرَبُ إِلَيْهِ مِنْ حَبْلِ الْغَرِيدِ إِذْ يَتَلَقَّى الْمُتَلَقِّيَانِ عَنِ الْيَمِينِ وَعَنِ الشِّمَالِ قَعِيدٍ مَا يَلْبِضُ مِنْ قَوْلٍ رطيب عتيد وجاءت سكرة الموت بالحق وجاءت سكرة الموت بالحق ذلك ما كنت من 
الوحيد سبحانك اللهم وبحمدك اشهد ان لا اله الا انت استغفرك واتوب اليك السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته